Hola, welcome back to Hashtag Because Love, the podcast, where we get to interrupt your regularly scheduled programming of I am miserable where I'm at, with a space where we get to define and redefine love, the work, and loving the work you do. Because you get to define what love looks like. Because you get to own what your work is. Because together, we get to encourage, empower through, and ultimately elevate love. back. I took some time. I took a lot of time because I really had a whole conversation in my head that was a little too jumbled for me to be ready to share about what I'm doing here, what this platform is about. So here's some things that I thought through. Number one, because love is definitely the platform. Because for me, love is the why. And if you know anything about me, if you've been in my presence for more than five minutes, you know that I'm big on know your why. My why is love. The important thing about knowing your why is that if you know your why, the how becomes easier. So my why is love. Now, I started this platform on this notion that love and work was associated. And I, I, what I will pose is point number two that I've been thinking about. Work, which I've said before, is a very subjective thing. What the work is means something different to everyone. I will also pose that what the work is can mean something different at different times to the same person. I say that because I was limiting myself, I think, in the first season to the work being what we do. And although I tried to create a space where I felt like it wasn't the nine to five or what you planned on your taxes, what we do, that's what it landed on. And that felt a little too restrictive. And that felt like a box. And here's what you need to know. I don't like boxes. So point number three that I thought about is I still want to keep because love as loving the work you do. And also I want to expand what the work is. The work can be your nine to five. The work can be what it takes to get through the day as a human in this world. The work can be what you're called to do, which might be your five to nine versus your nine to five. The work can be what you find yourself volunteering for. The work can be, the work can be a limitless number of things. So what I want to do is expand this notion of what the work is. 
the other point, and, and it's connected, all of it is connected, but it's connected to that first piece is that the reason I'm expanding this is because I don't like boxes. I don't like this thing where I only do one thing or one type of thing, which I think a lot of podcasts and platforms are created around. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to conform. I I refuse. I'm not sorry. Period. I don't like boxes. This is about creating spaces for me. Which leads me to my ultimate point. If I had to look back at all of my 42 years of life, I would say that I have been really successful at creating spaces. Creating spaces where others can feel comfortable being themselves. And I've done that as a human, as a person, and as a professional. And I want to do that with this. So there's a shift that I had to take some time to explore, which is why it took us some time to come back here. Because I needed to figure out how, not how to do that, because doing that is just saying it, because that's what's great about these kinds of platforms. But how to articulate that to you, my listeners, and hope that you can reach out to other folks that might need to become a part of a space that's about creating spaces for everyone and everything. Because I am not going to check a box. I am not going to conform. I am going to allow this process to be fluid. I am allow- I'm going to allow this process to be imperfect because I am imperfect. And I'm going to rely on you, Reina, my listener, to help me craft this, create this as we go. So if you're ready to be revolutionary with me, And do this thing without a blueprint in a way that's different, in a way that's authentic and organic and just create space. Then let's go. I'm ready. I hope you are. You know, recently, um, I I think I heard a podcast or I read something somewhere. I'm quite often picking up nuggets all over the place about a curious mind. And here's what I want to explain. A curious mind is kind of pitted against the focused mind. Although I think that that kind of dichotomous paradigm is problematic because there's a whole lot in between that. It's not just either or you can also be both that's a whole other podcast or a whole other conversation but I do want to explore the curious mind because here's the thing I am owning that I have a very curious mind for me that means that I like to learn a little bit about everything focus has always been kind of presented to me and I've accepted it as my Achilles heel like I should focus if I don't focus it's a problem and it's only now and 
I'm a whole 42. Where I'm owning, I don't need to focus. It's okay that I'm curious. And it's not that curious is the opposite of focus. I just want to layer in. There's a, it's okay to not have this laser sharp view of what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to create and what you're supposed to achieve um, and, and have a mind that allows you to want a little bit of everything. So there's this great article that I looked at and I'll put in the notes um, the article for you to look at. That, that lists a few things about curiosity that I want you to just marinate on a little bit. Curiosity helps us survive. Hmm. So the urge to explore and seek helps us remain vigilant and gain knowledge about our constantly changing environment. Think about that a little bit. Think about what that means for our brains. Think about how active your brain has to be. Think about how nimble. Think about how adaptive. I think that's pretty great. Curious people are happier, this article poses. It says that research shows um, that curiosity can be associated with higher levels of positive emotions, lower levels of anxiety, and more satisfaction with life, right? And more psychological well-being. You all know how I feel about well-being. I feel like it's each and every one of our responsibility. So I wonder... It's just th- this article, which again, I'll post in the notes, talks about curious people being happier. I would pose that curious people who embrace being curious and, and, and accept that it's great and wonderful and okay to be curious are happier um, and have all these other things that they talk about in terms of positive emotions, lower anxiety, more satisfaction, and more well-being. Number three, curiosity boosts achievement. Now, Achievement and focus, like laser focus, are usually associated. And this research will pose that curiosity leads to more enjoyment and participation in school and higher academic achievement, as well as greater learning, engagement, and performance at work. All of which are positive things. So I think that it's important to stop and think that curiosity, in other words, wanting to know a little bit about all the things as opposed to having a laser focused view on what you're supposed to achieve and what the outcome's supposed to look like can be really positive. Curiosity can expand our empathy is one of the things that's posed. And you know how I feel about empathy. Empathy is something that not everybody has. Empathy is something that I feel makes the world go round. A lot of people talk about love making the world go round. I truly will put out there that empathy makes the world go round in a way that's really special and can be really solutions oriented. Um, This article also poses that curiosity helps strengthen relationships. Interesting. Um, And also that curiosity improves healthcare, right? This article talks about when the research suggests that when doctors are genuinely curious about their patients' perspectives, both doctors and patients report less anger and frustration and make better decisions, ultimately increasing the effectiveness of their treatment and and ultimately the effectiveness of their health care so they lead healthier lives. 
I think that's all so interesting because ultimately we're in a society that tells us you need to be focused. You need to have outcomes that you're working towards. You need to have a goal that you're one goal that you're working towards in order for to prove that this is effective. I would pose that we need to explore curious folks and curiosity as a positive. I'm not saying instead of focused folks and, and uh, because I don't think that it's a competition. I think it's complimentary. I would just pose that we need to layer in the curiosity, this whole like, oh, I want to know about this and oh, I want to know about that and oh, I want to know about this is so okay. And I say that because that's the space I'm creating here. I want to know about all the things. I can't tell you that this platform is just one thing. I don't want to do that anymore. I tried to do that in the first season and it was successful because I had some really great folks come on and talk to a point. And also I want to expand that because I don't like boxes. And you know what? I'm going to embrace and I'm going to own. I'm a curious person and I love that. So there you have it. I'm back. I am committed to creating space where, as we always have, we will encourage, empower through, and ultimately elevate love. And I will add that we will also explore so that we can create space where you, me, and anybody that tunes in feels like they belong. Because all of that is essential to make sure that we are remembering that love is the why. That's why we're here. That's why, because love. See you soon.